<laughs> and we're heading towards the Pasir Panjang power station. Um, oh, because today is the 25th of February and it's the Alex Blake Charlie Sessions uh, Part 2. I guess you could call it that. The sequel, the sequel, it's back. This is the second edition of this, uh, what do you call it, music and festival. music festival of sorts. They have, they had, yeah, so they got, they had visual arts, they have a uh, one or two day thing. Uh, this time around is a few days long and they've been having like a visual arts uh, displays. <laughs> they've been having uh, movie screenings. Uh, I mean, they've got food and stuff like that. Drinks yeah, being I mean, served. Typical. It's a festival y vibe. Festival. Yep. Yeah, just a few people struggling around. It's, it's very early. Yeah, we're here at it's 2 o'clock. Uh, we're primarily here to see um, this band coming up, Roses. Okay, hang on. I think we got to stop for a while while we get the e tickets out. Okay, 3, 2, Welcome to another episode of Lion City Rock, the oh, podcast oh. featuring only the two hosts called Kevin and Chris that you won't <laughs> find anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, money back, money back. If you find some other podcast, music podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satisfaction music, guaranteed or... <laughs> yeah. We also talk about Singapore music and, and music in general mm. and in, in other things as well. Um, but yeah, but uh, this week... Um, it's going to be a more of a if we've had a series of like guests and stuff like that but this week it's going to be more of a a, a review episode I would say right um, yes where we're going to we're going to pick on uh, pick apart uh, not pick on uh, pick apart um, certain uh, events that we've seen over the yeah. last few weeks yeah 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 and uh, yeah lah. and we some some know. analysis and some observations mm. you know because mm. as you know post covid as as our music scene kind of opens up and yep. in, uh, yeah, it's good to see whether you know in the last since the last time right we've been to <laughs> are there any changes are there anything new right because <laughs> yeah I mean, how it's shaping up right yeah I mean because we had, we had a couple of uh, we had a couple of big ticket I mean last year twenty twenty two was the year that you know the doors were open. Uh, mm, yeah, they had F1, slightly at yeah. first, and then yeah, so F one all that was a big yeah, thing. Yeah, F one was a big one. Yeah, F one was a big one. There were other like big name concerts, but uh, they didn't happen. Um, Justin Bieber, I think, was one of them. If I'm not oh, wrong. Okay. Okay. And, and so a few of the shows didn't pan out lah, as as what they wanted to mm. it to be lah. So right. Yeah. So I mean, I would say 2023 this year would be the really the the crunchier lah. To see whether yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, I think uh, the word is that the F1 Rocks one is going to be big. Oh, okay. There's going to be mm. F1 Rocks again. F1 Rocks used to be... It's just whatever is in F1. Nah. It's just my... 
just my generic understanding of their their rock concert is called F1 Rocks. I didn't know it's a oh, separate okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah there, there used thing. to there used to be another one, and that was where Beyonce performed. Uh, oh, okay. Piece, ZZ Top, and all that. So okay, that seems yeah. to be counterproductive to get have it outside. It's like a it's like a like if you don't want to have to go through the whole race thing and all that kind oh. of stuff. Just but again, right from their point of view, right, I would think you keep it within. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how. Uh, how? Yeah. how Probably that's the reason why they got, they got rid of that, lah. So maybe, they do, maybe because the, they can't use use the name F one without their without their consent. What? Yeah, no, no, correct, correct. That's why I'm not. I'm not too sure because uh, I remember that was yeah, that was at the Fort Canning uh, Green area. Ah, okay. okay. And yeah, I remember going there for Beyonce and. Mm. And ZZ Top, man. I remember ZZ Once Top. Was it some time really ago, la, right? It was uh, 2010, 2011, yeah. around oh, that okay. time. Yeah. yeah, wow, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember ZZ Top was sound checking while mm. they were doing all the practice runs. And, you know, and we and they measured the levels of the <laughs> the, the sound. And ZZ Top came out louder than the, the F1 that was going on. <laughs> granted, it was a few... No, granted, it was like, a, you know... A, Nice. A while a far away, <laughs> but you could still hear the cars going. And then nice. the top came on and said, "Okay, nice. <laughs> we don't need to worry about waiting for the races to stop. We can just carry on." That's rock and roll, man. That's very rock and roll. That's quite funny. Yeah, that's quite funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we're just gonna uh, pinpoint a couple of a couple of the gigs mm. and events that we went to. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so let's kick off with the the most recent, <laughs> the most recent one, uh, <laughs> Fresh in the memory kind of uh, event. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which was uh, no, no. At, oh. uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I was very fortunate to score. Uh, uh, a, a ticket to the, sh- the, the concert. Yeah, and, because these uh, tickets were like hen's teeth, you know. They don't exist anymore. You know? They were sold out <laughs> within like an hour or something, you know, when they mm. put it online. Yeah, so it's very big, very hot ticket item. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, basically when I was there uh, waiting to to get in, I, I saw a lot of kids lah. A lot of sofa Gen Zs. I can see they were, you know, I mean, we didn't have their parents. Put it no, 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 no parents, no parents, <laughs> la, no way, la. no way, la. <laughs> So it's all kids, right? Uh, majority kids. Uh, so like everybody looked like they were under twenty-five, basically. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and some even you look younger than that, right? Although I heard hmm. that the band uh, made sure that the the front area, you know, the so-called mosh pit areas. Right, right. Uh, you had to be minimum 14 years old. One four, okay. Yeah, I got their concern about safety, things like oh, that. Oh, really? Okay, so that was like yeah. Soviet India. Yeah, oh. that's that's part of the... Those, riders. Uh, riders, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, so at least 14. And you can see, I mean, even like when I was uh, in, the, in, the, in the stadium itself, observing, you could see, yeah, a lot of kids. <laughs> wow, okay. You see their little kids, yeah. Their kids are like 14, 15, also caught, yeah. 
Interesting. A lot Interesting. of them. And they were like singing along, dancing along and stuff like that. Are they monkeys? I was thinking, <laughs> uh, were they even born when this song came out? <laughs> like that first album is two or two, no, I think. So like I 14, 14 years old, not yet born. Eh? <laughs> I, I was reading the, the reviews. I didn't go for the gig, but I was reading the reviews and stuff. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, it was like, Oh, you know, they're talking about nostalgia and stuff like that. So I assume that they were Strange, right? Yeah, nostalgia. A few albums and stuff like that. That's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, so. They did play a couple of the early stuff, not a lot. Okay. okay. Uh, they played a lot of stuff from the, the latest album, which came out last year, The Car. So so I was quite. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the response la, was really like crazy. Like, you know, it was like. Yeah, like a K-pop artist on, on stage or something. The way they were screaming and, and all that. Yeah. Wow. Which, which okay. you know, which, 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 which like, you know, caught me by surprise. Like, because, you know, you, I didn't, don't expect uh, kids nowadays to get into a band that's like 20 years old. Right? That is that's a surprise. Good, yeah. so good, that's a, I, it's a good thing. It's great, I think. It's awesome. That shows you that, okay, this is the kind of music, you know. Has, has still some appeal. I mean, it's basically <laughs> basically playing Britpop, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's a lot of Bowie in it, blur, like, everything, you know, it's like, this is the kind of music that is derived from 40, 50 years. <laughs> it's interesting to hear you say that because, uh, you know, I, I would, I did not, I never quite rated them as highly as, as, as say, Suede. To me, they are like the, the sub-genre, the sub-group that came after Suede kind of thing, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, so I never actually really, uh, yeah. considered them to be uh, a key a key band in in that way, la. Yeah, I mean they are like ten years. They are ten years after Britpop, la, You know, two two is really ten years after Britpop. I, I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't put them in my top five. But the thing is, it's interesting to hear that that it's got sold out so quickly. But the one. thing is, I think musically, uh, after their first couple of albums, they've actually kind of expanded and broadened. Uh, the score of the music so mm, it kind of mm. yeah so you could hear a lot of like more like Bowie it, it's right 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 crazy and it's, I was just thinking that you know wow like you know 204 I was in the, in the stadium watching Bowie oh yeah 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 correct, correct. so you know so that was like oh, a bit of a flashback it's like oh <laughs> watching Bowie <laughs> this very place almost 20 years ago yeah man wow. yeah so uh, on a on a scale, can I can I get you to rate this on a scale of one to ten? Where would this gig sit for you? Well, I think it's at least a seven or eight. Okay. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, okay. It's a really good concert. The sound was pretty okay. Um, you know, considering indoor stadium, sometimes the sound. I mean, I remember the Oasis one was terrible sound. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nothing but wash. La. <laughs> yeah, but this one here, the the sound is good, and and you know, I, I that was important because it kind of showcased uh, their songs mm. well, songwriting and everything. So I enjoyed it like, because every song was uh, quite strong. In fact, mm. right, the thing is that when they started to play a lot of early stuff, which is very kind of punky, yeah, kind of yeah. very fast, it didn't come across as well. I felt because oh really oh, okay it's not really their style anymore in a sense so they do all this kind of yeah, fasting so and like they all them dress covering themselves they dress up, right? in suits and they're dressed in suits and things like that with yeah. ties and everything you know so they're, they're going for a different thing already right. see they're going for more sophisticated sound so it's when they kind of return to that kind of early not sophisticated sound 
it yeah, doesn't really quite doesn't come work. across la, because uh, they have okay. changed. Uh, yeah. that, that's what I felt. Like. It's like, uh. <laughs> but it's like, also to a certain extent, going through the motions because uh, this is the popular hit, so I got to do it kind of thing. La. You know? And of course, all their latest stuff, of course, will be delivered the best way, la, as you can imagine. La. I think the last track, the last track before their, their, their encore is a song called Body Paint. You should check that one out. So that was sounds very Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, okay. That's from their, their latest album. Right, right. Okay, okay. Maybe it's, I mean, this could be a, a thing where the bands come back again. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah. there are some rumblings la, that, you know, yeah, yeah. the indie rock. That old thing. Yeah. Know, so-called. <laughs> maybe back, la, yeah, maybe coming back, alt rock, indie rock, maybe coming back. I mean, I mean, look at you know the kind of popularity of, of the shoegaze. Mm. Um, I mean, definitely, you know, like like when we spoke to motives and things like that. I mean, definitely, there's some buzz going on. Yeah, but yeah. It, you know, maybe because there is kind of people are looking out for that kind of music. I don't know. Huh? I'm just speculating here. Maybe yeah, they yeah, want yeah. to change from the hip hop and the K-pop that has been dominating the last 20 years. So maybe, it's always like that, like, it's a bit of a cycle. Like, so they're like, ah, yeah, this is like old music already. <laughs> Listen to something new. Singapore in the late 90s was almost like a blank canvas for young creatives. They're trying to build something, trying to establish something. So this idea of establishing, this is me. It was all about encouraging creativity. Everything all started building up. That could explain the the, the audience that we saw uh, a few weeks ago at this uh, at this screening uh, of a documentary called uh, Class X. Class X, yeah. Which was a screen that the projector. That, that itself is a nostalgic nod. <laughs> no, correct. That yeah, exactly right. It it was uh, it was uh, directed by uh, Tan Huyen and uh, Dion Hua. Mm. And uh, basically, uh, for those who don't know what it is or haven't seen it, um, basically, it's a documentary about the arts uh, scene in Singapore. Um, focusing specifically, I would say, or, or rather mainly focusing on the 90s um, and later period, that, that whole period of the 90s and early 2000s. Um, so they looked at the music scene, they looked at the visual arts scene, they also looked at, uh, what was the other one that they were talking about? The design scene and the uh, club scene as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they looked at all the yeah, at, at these yeah. uh, various uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, artistic uh, ex- aspects of the, of the Singapore scene. I mean... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was quite nostalgic. Yeah. And it was quite interesting because, uh, you know, I would say, I would say, I don't, maybe, uh, maybe by your count, I don't know, we, it was like half or at least half of the theatre was, or the cinema was filled with, uh, yeah, like students or, or you know, 20s, yeah, people yeah. in their 20s. There were a few, there were few people yeah. our age. La. It's uh, more, more, more mixed than you would expect. La. There were very few people our age, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would expect maybe more yeah, since correct. it is technically uh, a doc- documentary about the Gen X era in Singapore. But instead, you get, you know, a very good mix of different ages. Mm. Firstly, the, I mean, the, the documentary itself um, featured uh, interviews with 
a lot of players from that time, um, including people like uh, um, Kinetics, uh, Kinetic, the design company, um, mm. people like Pan, who was also in a band called Concave Scream at the time. Um, yeah. They also had uh, interviews with people like uh, Tracy Phillips, um, who used to work with Zook, uh, back when Zook was in Jakim at River Valley side. Mm. Um, people like Jeanette Chittik, uh, she was also talking about the scene. Yeah. Who else did they have? They had quite a few p- different people uh, from the... Little uh, Ong. Yeah, Little Ong. Yeah, little Ong yeah, photog- who used to take fantastic photos of all the, the gigs um, back in the 90s. Uh. Mm. Chris um, Hold. Chris Hold. Yeah, they had Chris Ho, they also had um, uh, yeah, Ilim Chu from uh, Street, 77 mm. Street, 77 Street, I can't mm. remember. <laughs> yeah, that famous, that famous uh, fashion place at uh, mm. Faiz, Faiz Plaza. Theseus, uh, they had Theseus as oh, well, I've not seen yes. for a long, long time. Actually. Yes, yes, <laughs> Najib Ali and a few <laughs> other guys as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Kit, yeah. Uh, Kit from Syndicate. Yeah. Yes, Kit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was quite an interesting um, documentary. Yes, yes, yes. It was uh, nostalgic, especially for the for Gen Xs, um, mm. and and very focused in the nineties. But it was. I I felt it was it was superficial because it's difficult to. Because there's so much actually. Again, right? I think what we realize is that even though we always think of Singapore as small and not much of a pop culture mm. history or whatever, actually, mm. when you kind of, when you really kind of scratch beneath the surface, there's quite a lot of stuff you can actually talk about. Yeah, yeah. Because according to the directors, they had a they had a Q and A after the after the screening, mm. and according to them, they were if they had the full extended cut, the whole thing would be about five hours long or something like that. They were, they were saying. And they yeah, had to whittle yeah, yeah. it down yeah. to whittle it down to this, you know, ninety minute or just just under two hour kind of uh, yeah. documentary. To uh, I think it was ninety minutes or something like that, just to make it palatable for cinema audiences. Yeah, and 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 did they even cover film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they left out a lot. They they themselves were like, oh, we wanted to do like the, the skateboarding culture, the film, and all that. And mm. they they totally they had to drop all of this because if they were going to mention it. It would only be like a five-minute soundbite on screen. Yeah, then it doesn't felt, do justice. At all. Yeah, right. Yeah. So these were actually. I mean, the the bits that they did feature were quite quite uh you know fairly in depth even for that for this kind of thing. I mean, there's obviously a lot more that they they did not show, but um it was quite it was quite in depth in in that sense already like, Considering that they were they had to feature five four or five different aspects of arts. In Singapore, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you could imagine this could be like a four, five part Netflix documentary series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. I, I, you know, and each and you know, each episode will feature one particular yeah, thing. Like yeah, exactly. episode one would be like say dance or music and then stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, whoever's in charge of this should, you know, IMDA or 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 NEC or whatever should fork out the money and get it done, nah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, just get it put on, put it, put it on Netflix. Put it on whoever it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna cost. Not gonna cost that much, what? Yeah, to me, to me, it can be like that. That documentary, like uh, the Mary McCartney one, the the one about Abbey Road Studios. Yeah, yeah, you know, that was good. That was Why good. Not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one, this that one was really good. well done. Yeah, I thought that was good. Zoom was like where everyone congregated. You get the corporates, the outsiders, the fashion crowd to just fully be as outrageous as you wanna be. And just to act the fool, you if don't this, see yourself If this as was turned a into a, a, a series, limited series or whatever it is, I'd watch mm. it. 
you know. I mean, yeah. look at this way, right? I mean, we have so many uh, young, talented filmmakers in Singapore, right? Mm-hmm. We have we have schools that train them, etc. Right nowadays, mm. right? And it's not going to cause a big bundle of money, right, to kind of get them to do documentaries. So I think some, one of those government bodies, whether it's NEC or IMDA or or Heritage Board, you know, should really kind of commission something, you know, just to just to document, you know, our pop culture of mm. of the past. You know, you kind of need that, right? For you know, I mean. For for cultural reasons, we should do that already, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So I don't see why you know, why you know, like for example, this uh, the two of them, right? This film mm. Class X got zero funding. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that. I don't they, understand that. You they see? did it themselves. Yeah. Why? It was very very DIY. They called in favors from friends and stuff like that, right? To to actually give them a. Is it because uh, they have no track record? Maybe that's the reason. I don't. Ah, but even then, I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah but, you I know, mean, I think, I think, I think maybe because that because they themselves admitted that they are not filmmakers, right? right. They come from very different backgrounds, uh, yeah. and their fields are different. But they they sparked upon this idea, you know, mm. it, the idea and all that is wholly theirs to to document the the mm. arts, the history of the art or modern art scene or whatever you want to call it, lah. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. La, because, like I said, a no-brainer. And there are so many of these bodies out there. Any of them can jump on board, right? Mm, mm. And once they commission it, they, you know, they will, be, they will get the, pe- the right people. La, because mm, there's, mm. there'll be yeah, money back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, looking at this, really, obviously, they know the right people to help them put it together. It, it was very nicely done. To me, the, one of the cool things was the Chris Ho interview. So there were a lot of talking heads, like I said, uh, talking about the past and all that kind of stuff. But, but uh, the one thing that was quite interesting was, uh, you know, Chris was talking about, you know, encouraging the scene and stuff like that. And then the interviewer asked, is this, is this like part of the national identity? <laughs> right, the Singapore identity or something like that. And he's like, why are we talking about uh, that? Uh, <laughs> what Singapore identity? Forget about that, that. it. Stop nationalizing everything. Just do it because it's yeah, the thing yeah, that yeah. you want to do. Do it because it comes from your yeah, heart. Yeah. Don't do it because yeah. oh, we can broaden the, the national narrative or something. Which I thought was quite interesting. Because a lot of times, people like to tie this into the whole national narrative and stuff like that. The, yeah. the Singapore of it all. Which, um, which is fine. I mean, you know, yeah, we can do that. Why not, right? But at the same time, it's... it's as the artists themselves, you know, like what he was saying, like yeah. as the people who are trying to make all these things, that shouldn't be the thing. You know, it should just be our self-expression. Yeah. And then, yeah. you yeah. know, there'll be people, if there are people who like that self-expression, then it will start to grow from there and then it can become mm. a, a bigger narrative yeah. per se, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but of course, you know, that's the way to so-called sell it, right? Because... <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, you know, you know, this whole thing about, you know, the Singapore brand, right? Because mm. surprising Singapore, unique city, Singaporean or whatever kind. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know, to me, it's a no-brainer. Lah, so I don't understand why there nobody in those bodies are thinking about this, right? You mm. know, do, a, do various documentaries or even a documentary series and then get it up on, you know, Netflix or Disney+. Plus. Like, they're always looking for kind of local content. They, they, all these streaming guys are looking for local content. So that's mm. part of part of KPI, right, right, right. right. You have a Singapore office. Okay. Then, the, then of course the HQ is saying, "Okay, you guys have any Singapore content, right?" Obviously, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, this is just thinking aloud. I don't want to don't want to actually do anything about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can be consultant. Uh. We, we can be the be, agent provocateur. What provocateur? Provocateur. Yeah. Yeah. Just but don't ask us to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got other things to do. So yeah, it's a lot lot of talking points. I think. I mean, to me, my, for me, my favorite bit of the whole the whole thing was uh uh. The interview with Chris Hope. This is the last, last yeah. interview he did before yeah, he passed yeah. on. Um, mm. But beyond that, it was also like I mean, uh, you know, Chris Hope has always had very inter- interesting, let's say, opinions about oh, yeah, things. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and uh, the one that which I really liked uh, was when he was talking about the music scene and and you know they're talking about the alternative music scene. <laughs> he goes like, mm. alternative music scene, alternative to what? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't have a mainstream. How can you have an alternative scene? Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, Chris, Chris is very sharp. Yeah, he's yeah. very, yeah, he's very spot on. Uh, that's why you know we really, really do miss him. Whatever he has to say is like, mm, we're on. Uh, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It really, on, yeah. Just talking to him, you you get all these like yeah. tidbits and little insights, right? That you go like, yeah, how, and, how is this yeah. guy not like? And, and it's it's such a, a I love talking to him because he's so gentle and he has that wonderful voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like such a joy to talk to this guy. You know, because yeah. not only does he what he says is great, but his voice. Yeah, he's just, yeah. Got such a beautiful voice. Oh, yeah, man, I remember. I remember. So I remember the the two directors also saying that you know it was a totally different experience talking to him compared to doing everybody else. You know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Never regret getting that voiceover on one of my songs in present sense. Oh, I got him to right, do yeah, yeah, yeah. voiceover. <laughs> yeah, that, that is uh, something that's treasured now. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm. Um, those who want to go and see it, I think there's another there's another screening coming up. Um, this by the time you hear this, it'll be today actually. It'll be uh, <laughs> now, go now, <laughs> now, go now. Stop, go. stop, pause the podcast, pause go watch go. the show, then come back and then come back into the podcast after this. Hang on, hang on. let me just quickly call it up on, on my tabs <laughs> class X, blah blah blah, project uh, 9 p.m. today, the 11th of March, mm. picture house projector 9 p.m. And apparently there'll be a thing after the screening as well, so they're gonna, they're, yeah. they're gonna do an event. So apparently there'll be some sort of event after. Surprise! The, yeah, surprise! <laughs> yeah, it's actually. Oh, sorry, it's actually it's not even ninety minutes. It's only seventy-four minutes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check it out, man. I think I think it'll be worth your while. Price of admission, you you get a lot. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there there are not that many of these. We need more, lah. To be honest, not less. To, to give you a more complete narrative, if you want, of what yeah. Singapore used to be and how, what, what we are currently standing on, to, to, to paraphrase the old Bellstar Galactica phrase, all this has happened before. Eh? And it will yeah. happen again. But you should know what happened before so that you know what not to... The pitfalls are, I would say. Yeah, right? yeah. Don't, don't step into yeah, the same yeah. hole that we did. Don't yeah, fall yeah. into the same trap that we did. No, take all the good bits and then apply that to <laughs> to yeah. your life today, kind of thing. I mean, yeah. that's the whole that's the whole point of history, anyway. But then uh, it's like this thing song, like history teaches us nothing. That's true. <laughs> Thanks 
Yeah, well, speaking about uh, you know having a variety of different things, a couple of weeks ago, by now we, we went to catch the Alex Blake Charlie sessions. Well, you know, disclaimer: we are going to do a, a live thing uh, there, a live <laughs> recording there. But you know, as usual, our equipment we don't have money for good equipment, so. Um, low, low fight to the max. Low fight to the max. I still cannot play. <laughs> we'll, 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 I'm, I'm, just just this, just a, a little teaser or uh, taster of, of what we were actually trying to do. I will play uh, a mm. short clip here. Hey, we are here, at Alex, Blake, Charlie. Yes. Who are you, lah? We are asking who are you. Uh, I, I yeah, I'm JJ from Motives. Bumped <laughs> <laughs> into them. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh, you you managed to catch the first uh, couple, first sets, right? So what what do you think of this thing so far, man? Uh, so so far so good. It's yeah. a really cool. It's my first time actually at Alex Big Charlie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting. Like the whole venue and everything. And yeah. Surprisingly, Jolene's gonna play later for coming up roses. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So oh, looking forward to. Bang, if you can hear the drums, away. that's her banging on the drums. Yeah. Banging away. Shout out, shout out to Jolene. <laughs> uh, we are here rooting for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, don't yeah. forget about motives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. And uh, yeah, so that was it. That was us huffing and puffing our way to the, the venue, which was at the Pasir Panjang uh, power, power station. station. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it's uh, so you have to make a short little walk into this very interesting looking area. Mm. Uh, you know, where you see the is it new water or the PUB? The Singapore power oh, right. factory yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uh, the the thingy on one side. It's yeah. all these huge, big, giant containers. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all uh, in industrial that. area, like West Coast, so called. Yeah, and tucked and tucked within there is this uh, Pasir Panjang power station, which is quite uh, um, yeah. Thought, thoughts about that that space. Let, let's talk about the space before we get into yeah. the, the show proper. I I yeah, thought I, I thought they did yeah. a very good job. Of decorating the whole the whole mm. building, yeah. considering la, that you know, if you look at it, you can tell where you know all this piping and stuff. It's your typical yeah. industrial factory looking, yeah, kind of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's interesting because it, it is different, la. Because I mean most of the venues that we have, by and large, they look the same, la, Cookie cutter, la, to, to a certain extent, mm. right? Uh, most of the the halls and stadiums where we have, yeah, and and you know normally a music festival is 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 run outdoors, right? Mm, yeah, like so laneway yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And stuff. So this sounds interesting because it's an indoor music stadium. Yeah, right. So so it, it's kind of justified in the sense that the the area is is very big. Mm. It is a mm. very big area. So it takes you time to walk from one side to the other side. Even longer if you if you if you're at our uncle pace. Yeah yeah. So so I think they did a good job in kind of spacing it out, putting the little booths, uh, putting mm. the, uh, the, the the stage in one corner. And the stage was quite nicely done. Yep. Yep. Videos, good video screen, I thought quite effective. Quite yeah. impressive. So I mean in terms of how they spaced out and planned out the interior of you know that that space. I thought they did a good job. Mm, uh, mm. You know, it's, do you don't feel that's no, obviously because it's big space, so it feels kind of nicely spaced out, but not too spaced, not too much, right? And yeah, they, they kind of yeah. they cover a whole bunch of different things. You got food, you have books, yeah, 
Yeah, fashion, right? Fashion, fashion outlet. And in the corner, you have yeah. the green rooms and the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's relevant to us, lah. Right? The green rooms and the interviewing rooms, media, media yeah. Room. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so everything's kind of you know nicely compact to one. Uh, I would say the plus kinda. point for me was the fact that it's indoors because mm. on the day that we were there, <laughs> yeah. It was, Freaking hot! Yes. <laughs> I was so, like sweating just walking was, there already. Really, <laughs> and then we we're like, I was like, can you imagine if we had to like sit here for the whole day? Yeah, you know, exactly. If it was outdoors, I would not be like, I, I, sorry lah, I, I, I prefer a certain comfort level in my living now. So yeah, 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 so yeah, the, yeah. The aircon, the fact Obviously, that air condition indoor has good. a lot of advantage because you're 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 kind of. Protected from whatever weather, whether hot yeah, or yeah, 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 hot or wet or whatever. Or right? hot or yeah. wet, yeah. So, yeah, thank you. You don't really yeah. need to think about it, so that's comfortable in a sense. And, uh, you know, so they had a whole, I mean, for those who don't know, the Alex Blake Charlie sessions is meant to be, it's like a festival, a music festival with arts elements thrown in. So, yeah, yeah. like we're talking about, we had art, like art, like visual art. So, some artists were there just showing, showcasing their work, and you can buy stuff from them. Um, like we have bookshops selling uh, books, but uh, books and there are foodie places and all that. But I think the primary thing is that all the artists and the creatives who are you know, displaying their talent and their offers, uh, offerings and stuff like that on that day are all uh, either female or, or mm. like in terms of the bands, they were female led. So mm. they had like movies being screened at one side um, that was also uh, supported by projector. They had HM fashion, mm. they had. Um, the bookshop there was Chill Books, which featured uh, predominantly female uh, authors. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a few things. They had the aromi, aromatherapy booth as well, which was like the nicest smelling bit of the whole the whole space. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, several different different booths and stuff like that, as we mentioned. But uh, of course, we were pr- primarily there to catch Coming Up Roses. Right. Darius and Emily, who if you listen to our previous episode with them last year, uh, they had gone to the UK to do their studies yes. and uh, they were back mm. just to do this show. Mm-hmm. Did it, I, I, I like the set that they did. I thought the set was brilliant. Uh, yes. You know, obviously, I've grown since the last mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. If, that's a, if that's a standard of... of X, right? Yeah, I would say uh, we should have more of these, you know. Definitely. What what, what do you think of, of that set? Uh, I thought the set was good and I think because I've seen them a few times mm. and I find that kind of new time that I've watched them, I, I, I get more impressed and right. kind of get a kind of understanding of what they're about and things like that. I mean, because that's what we're constantly doing, analyzing. So, right. Mm. So, um, I mean, definitely, I think Overall, they're kind of improving. I think uh, Emily is providing a very good, distinctive uh, focal point. Her voice is quite distinctive. Mm. Uh, and she looks quite distinctive as well. Mm. Right? So, it, it, I think it's, it's, she's, uh, she's kind of coming into her own as a front person. Uh, right. Quite strongly. Yeah. Because I think I remember when the first time I saw them to be babies or what. Uh, and, and you know they are and by now by then already and I'm not sure whether it's five years or what but by then already there are a lot of these kind of female led indie bands right okay and it okay. just looked like a generic band and she just looked like a generic front person back then right right 
Right. Yeah, but I think like since then, like I said, the, you know, the band has grown, especially her, right? And mm. she's kind of come out to be a bit more distinctive. And then like when you're kind of watching them and you're, you're like kind of drawn straight away, right, to her. And, and that's very important in order yeah. to kind of brand themselves and you know, make themselves distinctive from other bands. So I think, I think watching them uh, at, at that, on that day, I think I got that kind of impression, uh, which I felt, mm. and, it, and 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 also the new song, uh, these corners, these yeah, corners, I think also kind of yeah, yeah mark a a a step a a step upward line in terms of their musical development. So yeah, so all, all sides are positive, yeah. Yeah, I like I like that track, uh, these corners. You know, it's such a big song. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. if if you can, comp- I mean, even compared to the the just the previous EP, um, you know, this the one that was out last so about a year now, maybe or May last mm. year, May twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, compared this is the whole this song right, which is such a big dynamically structured uh, tune. It starts off very, you know, that somber orchestral kind of thing at the beginning, the keyboard led thing, and then suddenly it just burst into this huge big wall of sound like if not for lack of a better term it's like a uh, it reminds me a lot of those uh, bring me to life kind of thing evanescence vibe oh. a bit you know big right. big big chorus kind of thing yeah 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 similar some sort of yeah, similar vibe yeah. like that yeah. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, yeah it's a bit of a bit of a like I said it's a bit of a slight departure Mm. Uh, from the usual kind of stuff, very which dramatic, is, very, which, very yeah, dramatic. which is a good thing because you know they, they you know, you kind of need to do that if you want to keep going. Yeah, I mean they they've got a they've what do you call it, a couple of gigs coming up. I think one of them has just passed. Um, in Camden, they're playing. They're playing for another one for ICMP, which is where they're studying at now. Where they're studying uh. like music, uh, business, and stuff like that. So that campus has got uh, a gig coming up as well. So they are mm. they are doing some shows over there um, mm. to to bring their music out. Here's also a little bit of chat that we have with uh, coming up roses that we managed to corner them. <laughs> Literally corner them into a corner <laughs> to talk about these corners and stuff. <laughs> so here it is. We're here in the in the in the underbelly of uh, Alex Blake Charlie sessions, and we managed to sneak seven and a half minutes with this band. <laughs> Coming up, Rosa, say hello, guys. Hi. Hello, hello. Sup, sup, sup. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a while since we spoke to you, and, and quite a few things have happened. I mean, uh, you put out the new music what yesterday? Then. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called the Utopia Reimagined Project. So they, they commissioned us to, to create this piece of music. Um, and through the project, we got to work with some great people. So we recorded quite a bit of it over in the UK, uh, as well as some of the stuff back here in Singapore with Lynette, who we've recorded with from the beginning. Um, so it's, it's really interesting to, one, work with new people, but also like explore, you know, being in a different country, it kind of changes your mentality a bit as well. So we sort of I guess we kind of absorb more subconsciously I guess okay. well, maybe, you can, maybe you can talk about that like, what's it like because you guys were actually recording two of you right Emily and then Darius we were recording there itself and yeah. then you were putting your parts from here yeah 
Yeah. How does, how does it how does it work? Oh. It's a lot of like studio magic. <laughs> studio <laughs> magic. Studio <laughs> magic. Telepathy. Yeah. Telepathy. So we like just like think Lorenzo, Lorenzo, receive our message over, over. Yeah, that's why you've been dreaming at night. Right. Because, dreaming about because at like yeah. 12 p.m. you're sending shit to your yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah no, you're yeah, like asleep. Yeah, like, I mean, because of the time difference and all that stuff. I mean, so, right. okay, the truth is we were up at like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, like on a Zoom call, listening <laughs> to the you? session. Yeah, yeah. It was 7. It was oh, early shit, in the morning. Okay, 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 yeah, for us, even. it was 7. Right. For them, it was like 1. So it was like 3 p.m. ish. Right. I don't know. I can't do the math. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> it's not ideal, but we, we do what we, we do. It's such a it's such a big uh, jump, uh, literally. I mean, it, just in terms of dynamics, I was just telling him the dynamics, the sound and the feel. And all this, it's very, very different from even like what you put out last year, okay? It's like, so what's going on? <laughs> yeah, is this the new coming up sound of the coming up roses? <laughs> I think when you talk about the bare bones of the songs... Yeah. They are still what we are. I mean, as humans, we grow up and, of course, improve, right? But I think in terms of, like, songwriting and stuff, it's still very much us. But I think we try to learn from what we absorb from our surroundings and, like, the people that we learn from, like other musicians. And then we try to make our sound bigger. Um, I think that's where, what, what we're going for, making our sound more full, rather than your... Um, like, it's very rock at the start. Like, you know it's, like... Rock and gritty, gritty. It's very gritty, um, but now we are trying to make it sound more. I don't know how. How, how would like, you explain it? It's like the progression from like you know being like a normal like you're starting up as a, like an amateur band. You know yeah. you. I mean everybody starts from there, right? You like play open mic. You um, just plug and play. No sound check. No mons. No nothing. Then I think we're trying to move to the stage where we are trying to work with like bigger stuff, like running click tracks, backing tracks. And stuff that's more suited for like a larger space to fill a larger performance space to prepare us for like you know hopefully the things to come after 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 here after now yeah after this yeah. festival this was done for this particular uh, project but it, does this mean that there's more in the bag that is coming out yeah definitely I think we are well this was one of the first times that we went into the studio and we didn't have like a preconceived idea of what the song would become but we knew we wanted it to be big we knew we wanted synths we knew all that stuff and sort of experimented a lot and so with a lot of the stuff that we've been writing we're also giving it a lot more space to experiment we are not we try not to confine ourselves to like the guitars and bass and drums and that's it you know so obviously like nowadays with music technology you can have everything going on and uh, stuff midi synced and all this right, stuff yeah, that yeah. can you can fill it out even if you don't have like a 10-piece band, right? Yeah. So, in the same way then, we know that in the studio, we can go crazy and still be able to do it live. I know you got back like one week ago only. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the two of you, yeah. So, like with this drummer, like how hard, how well was, like five days or whatever, is it? you guys put together everything? So, I think thankfully, we played with her back last year in Taiwan. Yeah. yeah. So, so, we have some familiarity there, but it's been a couple of months Maybe four or five um, since we played, but for some reason I think because Lorenzo and all of us have played together for like quite a while, so for us to come back together it's as if we never left. So it was quite easy to get back into motion and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so we're lucky. Yeah, we're lucky that we already have each other's vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it was much of a problem. We had like two or three practices that wow. we were like. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, we're back in Singapore. We have to meet family and friends. Right, right, right. Um, it's been non-stop. It's been non-stop 12 hours of just 
out of date. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but then also we have to look at you know preparing for this performance. So I think with the limited time that we had, I think it was good. It was. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's good. Oh, well. Seriously, it's like great show, great show, guys. And yeah, yep, and that was coming up roses. Uh, it was so mm. fun to to actually catch up with them again. You know, especially since yeah. we talked to them just before they left for the UK and then they were talking about all their oh we want to do this we want to do that blah blah what mm. can we do what, what's yeah, the it's, it's, it's great it, it kind of worked out lah. I mean you know always working out in terms of what they plan to do mm. Uh, mm. in the UK and, and, all that. And, and we've talked about this before many times right that for Singapore bands they need to get out mm. uh, into the world yeah <laughs> if they yeah. want to be you know taken seriously if they want to be heard yeah, yeah. So it's good that they are doing that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they've they've already like you mentioned before, they've done shows in uh, in Taiwan. Yes, uh, they did Canada Music Week last year. You know, they've done Indonesia. Um, so this would be good, I think, for them as as I mean, actually not just musicians, but any kind of creative. You know, it's always good to see the world to get inspiration. And yeah, yeah, yeah. From other people yeah, out yeah. there, yeah. you know, because there's only so much you can learn in your own hometown, so to speak, lah. Yeah, I mean, and with music being such a universal language, you know, it's always good to check out the universe that you're gonna be in. Yeah, <laughs> and then just uh, yeah, just just see what what other people are doing, learn from them, and then you know, make that make that happen. Um, easier said than done, of course. Don't ask us to help you guys do this directly because we can just go talk. <laughs> we will. You want to? No, I mean we can always have a chat, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you know. Um, I mean, the, the last couple of weeks where we've kind of had some uh, dealings and contact with the first you have dealings. motive. <laughs> yeah, dealings. <laughs> Motives and, and coming up roses again, right? Yes. Yeah. Kind of, you know, gives, gives, gives us some, some encouragement uh, in relation to, you know, prospects la, within the scene itself. So mm. it's very important to see uh, young bands coming up and not only coming up but uh, being well received and only not not only just here but even overseas mm, as well mm, mm. you know because that that is very important for the scene to be constantly growing and renewing yeah, right? yeah. it's so easy for people to just drop away and, and that's yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> you know say what you like about about this place and all that right I mean one thing that this this kind this uh, Singapore is very good at is to make things uh, nice and easy. Yeah, yeah. Generally, yeah. generally across the board. I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking about. Of course, there are certain aspects that obviously need to be worked yeah, on. Yeah, but yeah. in general, your day to day. In general, yes. Yeah, in yeah, general, yeah. your day to day living, right? Yes. For you know, for the like, majority of people. Yeah, here. for the majority, right? Yeah, for the majority of, of the people here, this is quite easy. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, you know. That, I mean, I'm not too sure. This is just me talking on the top of my head again. Whether that could be a factor because we are... Oh, well, you know... We're, yeah, we're, yeah, always. We're, I mean, definitely it's a factor. Yeah. You can, so you can see some of them is like, yeah, what for I put in so much effort cutting? So, so mm. you know, so, that, so that's, like I said, a very much default kind of thing that you get, uh, you know, in most of what, you know, most people that we have here, like, obviously. Mm. Right? Mm. So if you're asking them and, you know, if you're asking that, okay, do I want to uh, risk, you know, a lot of comforts in order, in order to do something like the arts or something creative compared mm. to, you know, 
doing something that is more stable, more secure. Mm. Right? And maybe pays better. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting point that you just mentioned because that's also one of the key things that was mentioned in Class X. And, ah, okay. You know? Like, uh, I mean, one of the things about the, the, the Alex Blake Charlie thing was that the fact that they had, they had a bookshop there because ostensibly... You know, if you're in a pragmatic world, in the pragmatic world that we live in, you know, nobody wants to do a bookshop. Okay. Yes. I yes. mean, physical books. Okay. Physical yes. books themselves, unless your name is Kino, which has deep pockets. Uh, yes. Very, very few of them have survived. Even, even like, even like the uh, Epigram and all that, they used to be a URA. Uh, and now mm. they, they had to get out there during COVID as well. Now they are situated at the Singapore Art Museum. At Tanjung Paga. Oh, oh, right. okay. Yeah, so they are now nice. like a yeah, that enclave, place is, enclave over there. You think the power station is bad? <laughs> that place <laughs> yeah, is yeah, really, yeah. really, even though it's technically not in the Ulu area, I mean, Tanjung Paga is just slightly off, yeah. there, right? Yeah. But to get into that place and find right. it, oh my right. goodness. Who was it? We met somebody at Alex Blake, uh, Charlie, and then. Uh, you know, they, they ended up at Tanjung Park because they, they thought that that was the, that was oh. the original spot. <laughs> oh, you see? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. They went to, oh my they God. Went to Tanjung Park instead. Go and all the way like, there and it's not there. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. They went, they went there first. <laughs> what a like, bummer. Oh, it then, <laughs> oh wow, no, no. It's on the other side. So they had to. Absolute bummer, boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's an absolute bummer, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, another interesting thing about, about Alex Blake Charlie was the fact that uh, their drummer was uh, Jolin from uh, yes, Motif. Yes, that's right. She's a, a powerhouse drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. oh, my God. I mean, you look at... She's you look petite. At, yeah, yeah, she's fairly petite. And so when you hear her, then you're like, what? Holy <laughs> cow. Yeah, really hit. Yeah, that? she's really good. She's really good. And yeah. then, you know, she's so young as well, 21. So, mm. yeah, so she's really yeah exciting young drummer. Coming up, motives. I mean, our previous guests on our, on this podcast, they they are definitely a band that you can you should go check out. Uh, just stay mm. in touch with them, and and, and yeah, coming yeah. out roses as well. Uh, coming out roses. Uh, even though they're gonna be in the UK until they finish their studies, um, mm. they will be making excursions here and there, mm. so you can check them out. The Instagram, go and check out all the pictures and reels and videos that they have. <laughs> coming mm. out roses SG. That's their mm. Instagram handle. Uh, with Motives as well. Uh. Motives, you can go check them out on Instagram as well. Yeah. Right. Motives band, right? If I'm not wrong. Wait, let me yep, let yep, me yep. let me let me check one more time just in case. Scully, Salah, then they all kind of school us. Uncle to know how to do Instagram. Motives band, yeah. M-O-T-I-F-S-B-A-N-D. The Coming Out Roses uh, Utopia Reimagined These Corners is out on all the streaming services right now. Uh, Spotify mm. and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, Motives, also their new album uh, remember, a stranger is out on streaming on digital, but they will be doing a show in April the twenty fourth. Mm. Again, let me let me quickly go and check that. They'll be doing a show in April where they will be selling their physical uh, like CDs or vinyl and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that will be one. Twenty ninth April. I think they've got the delivery based on their Instagram. They've really got the delivery of, of the vinyl, I think. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 29th April, 7.30pm at the Esplanade Annex Studio Motors will be doing a gig so right. to launch this uh, Remember Stranger album. Uh, mm. Yeah, so you should go and check it out. Check out yeah, that, yeah, yeah, check yeah, out that yeah. set, man. Yep. Yeah. 
yeah and that concludes our yep <laughs> <laughs> our review episode yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking uh, of new albums and stuff don't forget to go check out Kevin's new album uh, Time Flies yep it's also out on you can stream it on all the the usual yeah, streaming, all streaming platforms and you, if you want to pick up the digital you can get it at Bandcam or iTunes I remember you were you were telling me about that you wanted to do all these things and after I read the lyrics and I listened to the thing that I was like I, I, you know it, it's like okay there's so many mm. ways to interpret or, or to reimagine all these things apart from that because you, you sent me only like an acoustic demo right yeah 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 Correct. During the rehearsals also everything changed because we had a band playing. I think there was like for a song like say B, mm. um, you know, I remember in, in the rehearsal I was going like, you know, this uh, this is a very droney kind of song. Yeah. You know, maybe you should make it a very pseudo pseudo psychedelic kind of thing. And then immediately Ray was like, let's, let's try something like this. So he starts playing this kind of interesting drum riff on on the drums, and then uh, Benang. Who plays keyboards? He started coming up with all these different sounds, pulling on all these different uh, added sounds onto that kind of stuff as well, which yeah, made up yeah, the whole yeah. basic track, which was quite quite an interesting yeah. thing. It's been well received. I've got a lot of very good comments about B, mm. <laughs> which are a bit surprised. Guy, I thought because mm. it was the hardest one to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Even even with the overdubs, this was the very last thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, quite happy that you know people kind of you know have responded positively to it. I also just want to give a shout out to everybody who's been dropping us comments mm. on Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, and Instagram you know thanks for all your comments thanks for all your support uh, and and thanks for listening in uh, because obviously um, we wouldn't be doing this for such a long time if it weren't for you guys (laughs) otherwise you know for sure (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, but but let us know you know if there's any band or any artist that you any any local band or artist that you would like us to Mm. interview or feature yeah let us yep. know in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Drop us a drop us a, a line, a message, DM us or whatever. We'll we'll be on the Fast Colors uh, Instagram and S A S T C O L O R S. Yeah. 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 And don't forget to like and subscribe and follow and and share this with all your friends, lah. Okay. Thanks so much again. Uh, catch us next time on Land City Rock. We got we got some other interesting things coming up. So keep out yep. keep a lookout for that. Cheers and ta-ta. Ciao. So, we're walking out now. (laughs) 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 You have a trek back to the car park. (laughs) Right. Okay, let's let's talk a bit about the... We haven't talked about the premises yet. Uh, So, yeah, so it's very boomy. Really yeah, but here's a tip for all these, all you people going for gigs and stuff like that. If you really want to get good sound, go and stand next to the sound booth yeah. because that's where everything is being mixed by the sound yeah. engineer, and he's mixing it.